Captain's log, General Phillips. Ah, uh, it's been a been a day. It's been a day, diary. I always appreciate these moments between us, because I get to talk to you in a way I wouldn't talk to anyone. Maybe jockey, but realistically, it's you and me, baby. You and me against the world. The point is, I've had a day and I've encountered some strange people, and uh, I've had to interview them. Because I needed to get into the details of what happened over the last few days. The story of Brandy, Theo, and Kenny. What's that diary? You want to you wanna hear these interviews? Oh, I couldn't possibly. It's, it's very regulated Pokemon League stuff. I couldn't possibly share it with you. You know what? Just this once. For you. This was what happened over a strange three days in the Formia region. Alright, for the purposes of the tape, uh, this, this interview is being recorded. I am General Phillips, attached to the Formian Region Pokemon League. Uh, my Pokemon present is Alchemy, of course. Uh, we are in a cold storage room beneath Urzaring Udon, and I am interviewing, please state your name. My name is, um, it's, it's Theo. The date is the 13th of October, and the time is 9.02. Okay, we're going to jump straight mm -hmm. in, Theo. Sure. Okay, because I'm a man who likes to move quick, I'm a man who likes to get through things. So, I want to know where this brutal storm went down. Okay, uh, we should start back when I was an academic at the Church of Slaslow's Surfloat Tower. One of their minor outposts, but nonetheless an important one. And um, I, I just thought I was having another day teaching some lectures, teaching about the power of the red card, you know, standard day. <laughs> I'm sorry, Churchill, what now? Forgive my uh, my ignorance in this fact, but uh, that sounds like a, some kind of hokey religion. Is this for real? Through the Church of Slaslo, Church of Slaslo, how to describe what is everything and nothing at once. Um, the Church of Slaslo is a religious order of uh, academics, uh, people who are beyond gender, beyond such things as sim simple Formian money and Formian concepts of what is, what is a day-to-day we we believe in separating everybody from the from the slay kings that we consider to be everyday human beings to become the slow kings of great transcendent thought. That is why we are the Church of Sla and the Church of Slow. We have a ranking system. I'm pretty high up, no big deal. And uh, well, I was before I got excommunicated, but that's for later. And um, yeah, so that's the Church of Sla. So they're an academic and beautiful order of academics who can teach you everything except that we mainly ask questions and don't really. Don't really answer anything, but that's that's neither here nor there. So tell me, Theo, what made an academic high in their cloistered tower get out of that sweet gig and get into a rainy, rainy beach party? Well, I mean, number one, I'd say that a cloister and a tower are sort of architectural opposites, but that's, again, I, I don't want to dwell. I don't want to dwell on the difference between... between but No, but I mean, I, I do, but I'm telling you that I don't because I, I have read a book once about manners and it did tell me that we don't we don't split hairs with, with people who are locking us in, in very cold rooms we've never been to before. Let's go back to the story. I was I was an academic teaching at the Church of Slaslo in Surfloat Town. I was incredibly competent. So, some might say fantastic um, in my ability to teach about about Pokemon battling, 
Um, I am, I'm an incredibly skilled Pokemon battler. I've, I've, I've never had a loss. It's it's actually quite astonishing. Oh, Theo, can I just no, stop you No, please don't. Please do not. Our, our polygraph just went wild. A polygraph just went absolutely I off the charts I don't remember there. Porygon having Alchemy's that evolution. Alchemy's telling me they've never seen anything like <laughs> well, it. Well, Alchemy has probably Alchemy. never been outside. Of... Can you just calm it down, you, you beautiful, sweet Pokemon, okay? Alchemy. Oh, God. Oh, it's going to murder me. Okay, let's... Uh... Let's take a moment. Uh, so, okay, so maybe I've had some losses, but not at that time. Not at that time. I was an incredibly acclaimed Pokemon academic. I was an expert. Some might say the best in my field. Um, and uh, yeah, I was I was teaching when I discovered that there was a young boy called Kenneth Mullet that had come to our tower in need of some assistance. Please state your name. Hello, my name is Kenneth Mullet. Their Pokemon present is... This is Bowtie. Who is now, I believe, called a Dartrix. Dartrix. All right, Kenneth. What were you doing in Surfloat Town? So basically, I've always had like these little incidences, weird things that have happened in my life. Only every now and then. Um, most of my life has been very happy, very, very calm. But um, I've had this incident where I hurt my sister real bad, and I felt ashamed about it. And then. That evening, there was this uh, figure who left me a note, and it said, Find Theo, Surfloat Town, the tower. So I I left. I left home to try to find them in the hope that they might help me. I ran away and fled through a forest where I stumbled across this um, grassy bird. But it, it got hurt. Um, fortunately enough, that was near Surfloat Town, so I was able to find Theo in the tower, and they were able to help my uh, Rowlet recover. Da tricks, da tricks, da tricks. <laughs> my uh, my Rustafarian owl. <laughs> da tricks, man. Da tricks. <laughs> she seems she seems lovely. She's 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 a character. So you found yourself in Surfloat Town. You found this Theo character. Yeah. Okay, well, how did you run into this 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 other brandy? Brandy, yes. Wait, how did she get involved? Please state your name. Brandy. Who wants to know? Gerald Phillips. With me. I'm not in disguise. I'm not wearing silly glasses. I don't like to give out my name just to any randomer. Why are you so defensive, Brandy? What do you want my name for? It's for the it's for the tape. I said. I literally said. Yeah, but you know my name. Yeah, but the tape doesn't know your name, Randy. What are you doing with these tapes? Well, I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's procedure. All it's right, procedure, all right, whatever. Brandy. Ask what you want. Go on in. All right. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Right, Beniri. Ban. All right. Ban. Is your hair dyed? Ah, oh, that's a bit personal, isn't it? Well, you said I could ask yeah, anything. Right, I'm it's curious. Dyed. It's not really pink. Nice. It's not really pink. It looks good. Just ask me your damn question. Come on. All right. All right. So. You live in Surfloat Town. That's correct. Born and raised. You live there with your mother? I live there with my mum, Whiskey. She owns the local shop, Whiskey's Delios. It's me, Whiskey, and her Pokemon, Celio, who's also called Delio. Delio the Celio. Delio the Celio, that's right. I love it. I love it. Okay, so tell me, tell me what happened. Your life got flipped, turned upside down, Brandy. Give me your account. I've been home for about two months. I'd been I've been travelling with the Pokemon champion up until that, that point as one of his cheerleaders. His name's Gary Smoke and I basically decided that wasn't that wasn't for me anymore because 
you know, he discarded this Baneri, who he named Wimpy. And I thought I couldn't travel with him anymore. So I decided I'd live back home with my mum and work in the shop and just be a normal person. But one day there was just this crazy storm. Like there was wind, rain. It felt like a sort of hurricane typhoon. And yeah, I was getting quite, quite worried about it. So I went to get some whiskey to, um, you know. To what, Brandy? To keep our spirits up. Me and my mum, oh, we like right. a drink. We're all over age. I'm 21. You're 21? Yeah, I'm 21. What What of it? I, no. I, yeah. Yeah. Alchemy. Alchemy. Can you just change the uh, the age that we wrote on the sheet, though? What age did you write on the sheet? Doesn't matter. What age did you write on the sheet? Uh, don't look. Please, Brandy, don't look. 47? Are you absolutely joking me? You think I look 47? I'm not... I get it. I'm not wearing makeup, but... You know, I don't look 47. Should we move on? Should we just move Should we just move on? I haven't slept in about three days. Let's move on. Right? Okay. Anyway, big storm. Got myself and my mum some whiskey. And I was going back, but then I got this email from none other than Gary Smoke, the Pokemon champion. He's having a beach party. A beach party on the day with the worst storm this surf float has ever seen. And I thought, well, I couldn't just leave him there. And all those people to die get washed out to sea. So I thought I'd try and convince them to to leave the party because that sea was looking vicious. So you go into this beach party. How how do you meet Theo and Kenny? I was introduced to Kenneth Mullet, this this strange oddity that was brought to the tower in need of answers. And somewhere along the way, we happened to run into this. I'm going to say woman. The hair's short, the outfit's baggy. I mean, we don't believe in gender a great deal. I've I've sort of lost the usual cues. But um, she a a Pokemon trainer suggests that they're 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 good. So I'm going to say a Pokemon <laughs> a Pokemon user. She had Pokemon with her. She had a Pokemon in her presence. Yes, accompanying her. Yes. I mean, Baneri sort of straddles that line between Pokemon and just kind of wildlife. Um, I find. I would argue that technically Baneri is a Pokemon and that this woman, whose name I'm sure I'll remember halfway through telling the story, possessed said Baneri. Um, so I I ran into Kenneth Mullet, this this boy who'd been sent to me, and he came with simply an injured Rowlet. And this Rowlet needed needed support, needed looking after. And the only way that I could find the potion this Rowlet needed, which the apothecary in the Church of Slasto could provide, was if we could find a fermented hyper potion, which was the the ingredient we needed. And it just turned out that the only way we could find this fermented hyper potion was, as you briefly mentioned, uh, going to this um, beach bacchanal that we uh, found on the coast of Surflows. Let me, let me, let me picture this party. All right, Kenny. You seem like the kind of guy who knows a good time. <laughs> Were you having a good time? How was this party going? It was so good. I met the best people. I met this super cool guy called Gary Smoke, who apparently is something called a Pokemon champion. And I also met someone way more fun called Barry. And me and Barry, oh, we hit it off so well, straight away off the bat. Neither of us at all felt comfortable in this situation, but we were going along with it and, you know, we bonded a little bit. That's beautiful. Are you like totally, totally, totally good mates now? Well, it was a bit weird, really, because I went out onto the beach and then everything went black and I went into my mind palace. And when I woke up, he was gone. What happened next? Because in my records, something went down with Gary Smoke and pirates? 
What I do remember is at some point a blast of energy shattered part of the building that I was in. And at that point, I remember turning to the beach and seeing, again, the, the boy that had been sent to me, Kenneth Mullet. I saw him on the beach. He released this incredible power that, that did something terrible to this building. And it all kind of blurs into one, but he, 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 in the process of this crazy fight, he seemed to sort of disappear inside himself. He sort of collapsed. And like, listen, I, I've done a lot of research in the field of supernatural powers in in the divine connection between people and Pokemon and, and drawn to it. I went to him and I went to try and help him. And uh, that's when I ended up in his mind palace. And that seems like a good place to leave it, to be honest. Uh, no more questions, I think. We've all been to a mind palace. Sort of... No, I'm joking, Theo. What the heck is a mind palace? Good lord, you're talking about some supernatural crazy stuff okay, now. Okay, so you're the head of the military in the Formia region and you've never been to a mind palace. Okay. No! I guess if I have to explain a mind palace to you, imagine a world, but you know how the world is kind of made of of, of air and water and, and solid land and, and, and carbon and other elements? So imagine if all of those things, all of them all at once, were all just like oil, and that's a mind palace. Or at least that's what it was like being inside... Kenny's Mind Palace. And by the time we got out, it was just in time for me to see a literally gigantic octillery. I really can't describe how big this octillery was. Destroy the tower that had been my home and life for years. Is anyone else there? I don't know if you know him, but the uh, the head of Capricorn was there. He's trying to flog this extreme ball, this Pokeball that can catch any Pokemon. The head of Capricorn wants him to do a sponsorship deal. So Gary's like, yeah, all right, I'll do it. He walks out into the storm like a madman. So I follow him out and he's wading out to sea. I'm trying to stop him from doing it. I'm trying to get everyone out that party. You understand, right, General Phillips? I do. And that's when the pirates come into yeah, the question. Out of nowhere, all I see, giant pirate ship. Sounds like, sounds like you make it up. But on top of it, this huge octillery, I've since learned it's called, giant octopus-like Pokemon. Gary is grabbed, dragged under, and kidnapped. Like that. Bam. Like he's nothing. That's a Pokemon champion who's just been kidnapped. Being a pirate would be fun. So your tower is destroyed. Your home of so many years in rubble. Do you go in? Do you see anything? Uh, I, I did, yeah. Um... I saw some things I don't I don't really want to uh, talk about in a lot of detail, but the one thing that I I think is relevant to your to your questioning is that um I, I found this this room in the library that I'd never seen before, and I, I went into this sort of secret clandestine chamber where there were murals conveying something that seemed to suggest the history of the church and some sort of antagonistic presence and and the secrets of the King's Rock, which is an item that we prize greatly in our church. And there I ran into my, my old mentor, Canaan, and uh, he told me to, to go in hunt of some of the information that the church has been hiding from us. What made you leave Surflow Town with these random ragtag brew? My mum's shop was destroyed. That's my sad story, General Phillips. My mum's whole livelihood that she'd been working for just gone. And then I made a decision right there and then. I had to stop living with my mum. I had to finally pay her back for everything she's done for me. So I decided I was going to become the Pokemon champion and make some money and try and rebuild the whole of Surfloat Town. That's where my journey began, really. And Theo and Kenny, they seem like they seem like good people and good to have around in a crisis. I mean, you know, they're not they're not brilliant at Pokemon battling, Theo especially. From that moment, I decided to leave the church in part because I had 
accomplices and in part because the church was no more, I felt like now was the time to finally hunt down the answers to the questions I'd always been uh, asking this entire time. I don't know, really. Theo helped me and then Brandy looked like she needed some help. And I was told to find Theo. I was going to stick with them. Theo's tower got destroyed. I feel somewhat responsible. And I just kind of liked them. So, Diary, that was how these three met. Their first adventure full of pirates, parties, and palaces of the mind. If I were to title that, I think I'd go for Ring Dance. There's a lovely ring to it, don't you think, Diary? For the second section, I decided to bring them all in together. Boy, was that a mistake. Have a listen. Right, so you're all in the room now. Hiya. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi there. I still, I, I do obviously still have no chairs, so uh, you're all going to have to stand. Yeah, that's fine by me. Um, I'm alright. Maybe in height But well, I'm height sitting order. on the floor, so. I prefer to pace. I can stand still fine, but I'm just going to stare at you. Got a very cold bottom. I'm not surprised, Kenny, we're in a freezer. <laughs> hmm. I don't know what I was thinking, to be honest. This is a disaster. <laughs> first things first, tell me what happened when you guys went to Rautuno Forest. Well... We were told to go to Rautuno Forest because basically the day after this big storm, there was this um, big, what was it, like a meeting in Surflo Town mm. where Candy from the Pokemon League, you, you must know her. Yeah, she broke into my office literally three hours ago. She told us about a trainer academy in Rautuno Forest. She was doing a big presentation to Surflo Town. Like there was a big drive to try and get Pokemon trainers because, you know, apparently there's a big lack at the moment and... You know, with pirates attacking and the world in crazy flux, they need more Pokemon trainers. And they need a new Pokemon champion as well. Because Gary Smoke's missing. But Candy told us the one thing we needed to get into this school was two Pokemon. And the only problem with that is each of us only had one. I had Baneri. I had, at that time, Rowlet. And I had Meditite. Okay, so you got so you got a Pokeball. You took Candy's advice, you went to Rautuno Forest. What happened? Yeah, well, basically, she said the things we need to get a trainer license. First thing, we have to take some exam at the trainer school in Rautuno Forest, and we need another Pokemon. So what we did is I took the lead, and I'm going to be honest with you, General Phillips, I got us completely lost. Oh, terribly lost. And at that point, we were we were standing vigil over the camp, or at least Kenny was standing vigil over the camp, when I believe we had some visitors. Well, you two caught... Um, you're a Pokemon first. Oh, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So no, we... it is easy for you to forget that you caught this Pokemon, Theo. Why don't you take the lead with this explanation? I see we're talking about my favourite Pokemon of all. Uh... Sawaddle. Sawaddle. Sawaddle, yeah, yeah. So we had this moment where we were surrounded by bugs. And so me and Brandy took this opportunity very wisely to catch uh, to catch some bugs to add to our team. Brandy caught herself a, uh, a Scroopy and uh, I caught myself a so, uh, Swaddle. Swaddle. Yeah, Swaddle. I caught a Swaddle, um, which I added to my team very happily and have been thrilled to have ever since. Yes, and then I did not catch anything, but... That night when we went to sleep, we were approached by two people. One of them, Drunfisk, from Surfloat Town. The guy that sells all the liquor and his daughter, Gerdy. Now, Gerdy told us that Drunfisk's other daughter, Elisa, also had powers, like me. 
but she had powers that controlled the weather. She was kidnapped by some sort of evil team, and they asked me and us if we could help find Elisa, who had powers like me. And to help, they offered me a Magikarp. And so that's how Kenny got his second Pokemon. He promised to, to help Drumfisk. So we, we moved on. We, we decided let's get to this trainer school. On the way, Theo managed to, um, to get themselves a, uh, a Kabuto. Uh, in what could only be described as a fair trade in which the trainer got nothing and I got everything. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so therefore we made our way, thanks to Kenny managing to channel his powers through Bowtie, his Rowlet, to be able to find the trainer school and be able to finally get there to complete the final stage of our qualification to join the Pokemon League's trainer programme. All right, so I know obviously there was a big tournament at this trainer school to do with getting the licenses, but what do you all do in the build-up to that? I, I decided to try and get some advice from another another trainer, uh, uh, quite a famous trainer, but especially from Surfo. Uh, his name was Andros. He's a he's a swimmer. He's a champion swimmer actually, uh, with his Psyduck. He went to this weird sort of room and up some some stairs. Uh, so I tried to get his attention, but he was acting real strange. So I tried to ask him for advice, and the man just pushed me down the stairs. I don't know. I tried to touch him, and something happened. His his biceps bulged. He his eyes went a weird colour. It was really scary. It was. It reminded me a little bit of um, no offence, bit bit like Kenny. Yeah, he pushed me down the stairs, and I couldn't. Um, I couldn't really move. To be honest, I was really scared down there, and that's and that's when Calico walked in. Who's Calico? Calico is. A very evil man. He um, he works for Team Nautilus, who I found out then and there were the ones who destroyed who destroyed Surfloat Town, my hometown, Theo's hometown, and the ones who captured Gary. I I couldn't move. I couldn't move my legs. My ribs were in so much pain. And he gave me an ultimatum. He said he's using this trainer school to recruit new Team Nautilus grunts, and he asked me to recruit people. Otherwise, he I don't know. I don't even want to think what he'd have done to me down there. He had this scary sork, and so I agreed. And that's what I did before before the tournament began. I was I was ready to try and, you know, recruit some people for an evil team that I hated, because, you know, I was in so much pain. Kenny, what did you do? I somehow managed to get sucked up into a swimming pool. I noticed that um, some people were, were looking for Theo, and I didn't like the cut of their jib. So basically, I tried to distract them, Ended up getting sucked up into this pool. And funnily enough, I bumped into that Andros fella. Turns out he was half man, half gold duck. And had sort of superpowers, a bit like, you know, me. But his were more focused, I suppose. Andros was talking to this woman called Frey. Who we later found out is connected somehow to another team called Team Mystic. She was particularly interested in Andros and me. But with the tournament approaching and with me and Andros paired up against each other, we decided we'd pause on any conversations between the three of us. I was um I was distracted by what can only be described as a very attractive coterie of staff. 
at the uh, at the Sephiroth tree. Um, at first, I was really drawn to uh, to a certain Calico who had sort of a slow king esque vibe, but then I I couldn't keep my eyes away from from the power of Aster, one of the assistants of uh, Professor Honey who ran the tree. It was only at that point that I realised that the Paladins, the sort of supreme force who sort of legislate over the um, Church of Slaslo, had come to try and find me. I went on the run and I ended up teaming up with Aster. At which point she decided to hide my identity by removing me from the tournament, but in exchange I had to work as her assistant. Theo was on the run because the Church of Slaslo pinned the destruction of Surflet Tower on them. So how much of the tournament was completed? Not a lot, to be honest. Uh, one I don't round. Think we need to go into one round. One round was completed. Uh, was there only match, one? I, I... I think my match wasn't that important. I think we more need to pass over to, to Kenny, really. Well, Kenny's so so, so basically, after Brandy lost to Heron, I defeated Andros. And, um, uh, <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. Oh, you wanted to brush over fine. that. No, it's okay. Yes, I lost to Heron. I, I lost I to... say let's focus on that a little bit more. What happened in that? Fi- no, it's fine. No, it's fine. we don't need to, we don't need to discuss it. All we need to know is that Heron is obviously a very skilled, rich Pokemon trainer who's had a silver spoon in his mouth and been taught all about how to win Pokemon battles, which maybe, uh, you know, I haven't. So basically, Heron won his first ever battle and Brandy lost hers. After that fight, I'd battled Andros and... Whilst I did win, Andros had a bad reaction and um, I managed to kind of escape the two of us into a separate room. But Calico and other nefarious people had sort of caught wind that maybe Andros was a person of interest and all hell broke loose. Yeah, and when Kenny says Andros had a bad reaction, he's not really doing it justice. This guy, I, I kid you not, General Phillips, he grew a beak. I'm telling you that right now. He had a giant bill on his face. His eyes were like gold ducks. He had this gem. His veins were purple. He was like turning blue. He was turning bigger. It was crazy. The three of us ended up in the same room as Calico. And, well, we defeated his sock and sort of saved the day a little bit. Yeah. So you 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 won. We beat Calico. We saved, we stopped Andros from going crazy, although Andros is in a coma now, so he can't really verify that for you. But I promise he's he's fine. We didn't That was a tough him. win. Pyrrhic victory, I believe it's called. But, uh... Some of us even won our first battle as well. Yes, yeah, some of us did, sure. But that was sort of pales in comparison to the to the point. At least some of us even fought a first battle. You know what I mean? Some of us even got to the tournament, which I would say is a victory in itself. Right, Theo? Yes. Yeah, some of us some of us won our... God, I can't even count how many battles I'd had at that point. But thankfully, thanks three, to my... I think it you'd won one. Oh, thanks. At that point, thanks to my entire team, including my favourite, Swaddle, we all managed to defeat the incredibly powerful Sork. It was a team effort that all of us played an equal part in. Thank you. And that it was that fight, to be honest, General Phillips, that drew Candy's attention to us. And I think it's the reason why we're here. At what point did Candy approach you about this so-called special defenders? Well, right after the fight, really. We were all trying to recover because the paladins wanted someone to, to take back to the church to blame for the Surfloat Tower being destroyed. We had the actual culprit, or at least one of them. We had Admin Calico. So the paladins were happy to clear Theo's name and, and, and take Calico back. So the group defeated a notorious member of Team Nautilus, saved the trainer school from certain destruction, and most importantly, got their trainer licenses. It's no secret we need more league registered trainers, Diary, so it's great to have them on board. My tentative title for that escapade, I'm thinking should be Frenzy Plant. 
I'm going with a Pokemon move theme for the titles and I'm liking it. The best part's coming up though, Diary. This next bit, oh, this is where they get to meet a moi, a General Phillips, the head of the military of the Pokemon League. Candy, she asked us and a few other people in the trainer school who'd caught her eye if we wanted to join this team of hers called the Special Defenders. So she asked the three of us, Heron, Heron's sister Bash, Hannah, and this person that we didn't know much about called Vespa. And she wanted us to join the Special Defenders because basically she thought there was some dirty stuff going on at the Pokemon League. And how did Candy get you to the On the back of some Skarmories. Oh my god, it was so much fun. It was terrifying. I don't really want to go back, to be honest. I sit somewhere in the middle. It was it was it was weird, but And at what point when you reached the Pokemon League did you break into my office and good golly why? Okay, well General Phillips, I think there's you know, there was a very good reason for that, which Candy knows, because she was the one who asked us to do it. We thought this was legit. She said join the special defenders and you can help defend Formia and protect from the corruption of the Pokemon League. So she said to meet us in what we thought was her office, but it turned out to be your office. Candy just kind of uh, kept saying that everything was fine, everything was fine, and then at the last minute when we were trapped in your office with no way of getting out, uh, revealing that this was all very clandestine off the books and that we should all be very worried about this role that we had all agreed on thinking it was a great opportunity but before you turned up general phillips candy was actually telling us something quite important she managed to actually explain to us what the hell is going on in formia she explained to us who the evil teams were so candy gave us three potential tasks when we got there because there were actually three nefarious teams that we'd realized by this point team nautilus the pirates they're about to attack a train team mystic which were involved in these fake gyms somehow, and Team Helsing, who were involved in this massive safari-esque hunt. And we divided up the special defenders, and we decided we were going to take on Team Nautilus and stop this train attack from happening. And that's about when I came in? That's about when you came in, yeah, because to be honest, we thought Team Mystic and Team Helsing were too dangerous, because Team Helsing hate people with supernatural Pokemon powers, so they would hate Kenny. Team Mystic, with this lady that Kenny met in the tree, she seemed very interested in Kenny and seemed involved in people with Pokemon powers going crazy. So we were like, well, she's too dangerous. So we thought, well, we've already defeated the pirates once. Let's finish the job. And then you arrived. And then I arrived, man. And you were all in my, in my office. And obviously I was not happy about it. But let's move past that because we all moved past that, all right? Very understandably, you threw us in a freezer. I did throw you in a freezer, alright? And I thought you'd stay in the freezer. Oh, also, who's Vespa? Because as far as I know, you were not in a freezer with someone called Vespa. Oh, so Vespa was, uh, you may remember that I mentioned somebody earlier who'd stolen vital secrets from the Church of Slaslo and who we'd had an encounter with in the street called Adri Vermonsk. Uh, Vespa, who'd been this mysterious presence for so long, who we thought, hey, they could be anybody, they could be literally anybody, turned out to be my mortal rival and enemy, Adri Vermonsk. Hate them, don't want to have any involvement with them, never want to share a drink with them. And uh, we discovered who Adri Vermonsk was as we were trapped in this freezer and they helped us to discover the way out, which was a very simple process, not overly convoluted, involving turning some wax and or ramen into a key that allowed us to try and break out. Wait, you were going to escape? I forgot I left that in my hair. So I don't know how that happened, to be honest, General Phillips, but here we are, special defenders, and we all hate each other. Not us three. We get on fine. 
you know, as long as I'm in the front doing the battling and protecting the other two. And I'm at the back actually doing all the difficult stuff. Take me through the events of the Pokemon League Stadium press conference with Seto Kappa of Capricorn. Well, I mean, it's a bit raw, to be honest. I hope my mum's okay. She's just out having ramen at the moment. Oh, she's fine. Trust okay, me, Okay, so, so why have you got a glint in your eye? That's gross. Okay, look, while we were talking with Adri and you in the freezer, we discovered that in the middle of the arena, the Pokemon League arena, my mum was being used as an example to test Seto Kappa's Extreme Ball. You remember Seto Kappa? You remember the head of Kappa Corp who was at Gary Smoke's beach party in Surfloat Town? You remember that, General Phillips? The same Extreme Ball that Gary Smoke was using in the demonstration on the beach in Surfloat Town? Exactly. That exact same Pokeball um, was now in the hands of my mother, who can't catch Pokemon for Toffee, to be honest. She's there in the middle of a, of a Pokemon League stadium in front of hundreds of people, in front of loads of TV cameras, and Seto Kappa says, look, this ball can catch anything. Watch. Here's a High Drygon, a pseudo-legendary three-headed dragon in front of my mother. So all hell broke loose and we tried to help. That seems to happen a lot with you guys. <laughs> Tell me about it. It's it's our MO. Basically, we kind of decided to split up because we're idiots. And um, those two did really well. I didn't. I accidentally unleashed burning powers and someone um, got called a monster and retreated into um, some sort of a, a, a mind palace, but one that allowed me to see another place in time entirely. Why did I come back to that and you guys explain what happened in the arena? Using my skill in academia, I became the leader of everybody else uh, instead of these renegade members of the team. And what we decided to do was catch the extreme ball ourselves, because clearly that was the way of solving the problem with the high dragon. Uh, so I used my incredible physical aptitude to get to the end of the stadium, catch the extreme ball just as we thought it was going to be out of bounds. And I threw it to the most competent member of the team, which I always knew was our best hope. And that was... Bash. Never had a doubt in my mind. And so she, after a very encouraging, rousing speech from me, caught the High Dragon. Uh, but I think some things happened in between that I'd like Brandy to explain. Meanwhile, just before that happened, I, and mainly my Pokemon, Wimpy, the Baneri, saved my mum. We got in, the, in between my mum and the High Dragon, and the High Dragon, we drew its attention. Wimpy threw a rock at it. The High Dragon went for a bite, but you'll never believe it. My Baneri hit the High Drygon. It just made it dizzy. It did something. And before that High Drygon could retaliate, Bash caught it with the Pokeball. It was a real rush. I mean, a horrible experience. And I'm going to make Seto Kappa pay if I ever get my hands on him for putting my mum in such danger. But it was great that Baneri got such a moment of strength to prove that he's not a weak Baneri. He's strong. He can be the strongest Pokemon out there. Now, Kenny, you mentioned that you went to somewhere different. Yeah, so I basically desperately wanted to disappear and be invisible and be somewhere else entirely. And then all of those happened. I closed my eyes in the stadium as everyone was giving me abuse because, you know, they'd seen these powers come out. And I was on a ship. I was on the pirate ship. The one that Team Nautilus took Gary on. I saw Gary. He was chained up in this room and these members of Team Nautilus entered. And do you remember... Drunfisk's daughter, Elisa, she'd been taken, she'd gone missing, taken by Team Nautilus. Well, now she's in charge of Team Nautilus. She goes by the Queen of the Sea. And they basically wanted to use Gary in this train hoist that they're doing. 
They wanted Gary to help them capture something on that train because they are looking for another tome that leads them towards the King's Rock, which Theo is actually looking for. Yeah, weirdly, Theo's really into this King's Rock. Theo, what actually is the King's Rock? What, well, why are you bothered about it? I mean, I, I'm i still trying to exactly play... I mean, as I said, the church is always asking questions, answers are few and far between. But what I do know is that the King's Rock is a is an item that has always been connected with our, with our Lord and Saviour, Slow King. And whatever its exact purpose, that's still a journey I'm trying to get to and figure out exactly what it does, but... The church has always been divided as the importance of this of this King's Rock, and that's why I want to find it, because it could maybe it could help Kenny, maybe it could help me, maybe it could help whatever this weird conflict is, but I think it holds the solutions to most of the problems we've had to face on this journey so far. I don't really think it could help me in my problems, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know if the King's Rock will make you a good Pokemon trainer. Wow. Okay. Well, General Phillips, can you hold me back? Because this is all getting too real for me. I think this King's Rock is a bit of mumbo jumbo. But look, I'm happy. You know, I don't want to criticise anyone's faith. But if it can help Kenny with his sort of dark powers, his dark Pokemon powers, then I'm happy. Listen, I'm not going to hold anyone back. I think we're done here, you three. I think I have everything I need. What are you using this for? What? Gonna... what is are you writing a book? <laughs> Listen. There is some very detailed interrogation recording going on here. And where it goes, you don't need to know because I'm the general. All right. So why don't you shuffle out of here and let me process this very important information. If you, if we are going to be working even remotely together, then I need to know everything there is to know. And even in these incredibly detailed accounts, I feel there were many things that were glazed over. Don't call me crazy. Well, do you know what? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure someone was recording a lot of the adventures. So if you need to know more details, I'm sure you'll be able to find more of them. I think they're episodic. I think they're in some episodic form. Oh my god! If that existed, I would definitely listen to all of those. I don't know if I would. Absolutely, I think it would be a lot more coherent than anything that's happened here. One more thing, General Phillips. We're working for you now. And I just want to know, can we trust you? Because from what I've seen, the Pokemon League is a corrupt place. I want to know if you're corrupt as well. Link him up to the polygraph. Ouch. Wait, wait, no. Wait. All right, all right. You get you get one question each on the polygraph. And this is this is a gesture of good faith. Can I have that first one and then a second one? Because I didn't know the question rule. Yes, sure. I'm a generous man. So the first question was, can we trust you? Yeah, baby. Okay, th- my second question is, do you fancy my mum? Yeah, baby. Oh, God, and he's telling the truth. That's just, oh, you've got no embarrassment, no shame. Scoot, 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 bidoots, because I've got to speak to Hannah. Oh, God, you're going to do the other special defenders as well. Yeah, what, you think you guys are special? Just because you're in the special All defenders? Right, yeah, I guess that's fair. All right, I'm going to get some on. Who wants some on? Oh, I'd love some, some, actually. And that's what we've got so far, baby. Diary, I've acquired myself a covert special ops group who can take on a high dragon without blinking. I'm excited for us to team up, finally get to the bottom of what's going on with some of the higher-ups here at the Pokemon League. I suspect foul play. Foul play, now that is a great title for this section. I'm a genius, Diary. Honestly, I'm sad. They've not got more adventures for me to binge on, Diary. But I know that very soon their adventure's gonna continue. I just hope I'm more than an infrequent recurring cameo diary. Cool, what if I got to become a team member? No, I mean, I can't. That's crazy. I'm the head of the military. Gotta hold down the fort. But maybe I'll go on a little side quest at some point. 
Who knows? A man can dream, diary. I hope anyone listening to these tapes in the future has enjoyed it so far. And the thing is, there's still more to come, baby. What'll happen when they get to Pyrenal, the archaeological capital of the Formia region? Will they stop Team Nautilus attacking that train? Will Theo find the King's Rock? Will Kenny find and control the source of his dark powers? Will Brandy become the Pokemon champion? And will any of them ever win a Pokemon battle? I really can't wait to find out. Can you, diary? And there you have it. Critical Ditto's attempt at a recap. You may be more confused than when you started. And you know what? We understand. <laughs> That's totally fair. If you really want to know what happened, you're going to have to go back and listen to all 18 Sweet Cannon episodes to really truly understand where we're all at. But next week, we're launching Season 2. We've been working on it for a while. Obviously, we're all shut down now, so we're we're sort of trying out new microphone situations. We're recording from home. We're trying to make sure we keep the podcast going because it's something that takes our mind off the current situation. And we hope this podcast takes your mind off it as well. But most importantly, we're focusing on keeping safe and trying to keep society at large safe. A few thank yous for this episode. We'd like to thank Law and Order for their theme. Uh, I'd also like to thank Satoshi Tajiri and Junichi Masada for creating Pokemon. Great job, guys. Great job. Uh, I'd also like to thank Braxton Burks and the Materia Collective for uh, the albums Johto Legends and Canto Symphonies and Time and Space. Uh, I'd also like to thank Glitch X City for their music as well. Uh, both those uh, composers are phenomenal and we use their music all the time. And thank you so much for listening. If you're a new listener and you think, well, you know what? I think I've got enough there. And there we go. Give us a try next week for season two. And thank you to those of you who have come from season one and have been super patient with us for the launch of season two. But it's finally here. It's finally back. Theo, Brandy, Kenny, back on their adventures. Uh, I'd like to thank Stu, David and Ali for continuing on this adventure, for agreeing to come back for a season two. I'm going to tell you their contracts were hotly negotiated, but you know what? We managed to get them back. Oh, it was it was tight there with uh, with Stu, touch and go. But once we... Once we decided to fill his room with teddy bears, he was okay. That was his weird ask. And all that's left to say is, go catch them all. And by all, I mean your dreams. In the, po- in the Pokemon justice system, sexually based offences are considered especially heinous. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not going to spin. All right, okay. All right, from this point on, I speak only in this voice. That's it. You, Stuart's gone. Where did he go? He's gone, baby.
He was never here. He had some stupid idea about law and order, and I kicked him out. <laughs>